0: hey Steph did you know that uh the numbers to Anakin's password is uh the date god damn it
1: we'll get to it we'll get to it I've got I've got thank yous and departments of correction for the top of the episode stop,
0: stop, hey Steph did you know that uh, that Assage Ventress and Maul I,
1: I hate you I hate you stop it stop it stop it, stop it. <laughs> let's intro a show so we can get into it okay. oh
0: god oh god oh god okay fine oh
1: god oh god oh god we're doing this you ready brace yourself i'm not no
0: go. uh for, for the record no i am not ready no I'm okay not prepared, well
1: we'll bite the pillow because we're going in dry all right <laughs> here we go
0: god you sound Fuck. like last night <laughs> <laughs> which by the way if you see me on like zoom like kind of like moving back and forth like this it's like there's like a there's like this anyway
1: okay are you <laughs> done
0: just saying, it's like a fucking bag of I, no, marbles it, pop, popping out of my god back. Anyway,
1: I'm leaving that in the show.
0: Yeah,
2: I'm ahead. leaving it in. Go ahead. I'm, leaving, I'm
1: not cutting that out. I Everybody said when can I said know about 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 your situation, <laughs> your rectal situation. We're, we're, we're
0: triple applying the rectal cream today. Anyway, cool. Yeah, cool. I need to be funny. Can I
1: intro the goddamn show oh, now? Yeah, let's do it. I,
0: I'm not stopping you.
1: Oh my god. You were just saying that you were sensitive to my needs as a podcast producer and editor, and now you're doing this shit?
0: Hey. I, I'm also more aware of the entertainment value I bring to the show. <laughs> what I'm
2: saying.
0: This is my
1: value add. This is
0: my... <laughs> This is my worth as a human being.
1: <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to Dark Side Divas, the podcast where a woman and a gay man express their opinions about Star Wars. My name is Stephanie. I am the much beleaguered and harassed woman half of this show.
0: <laughs> and by the way, uh, over 90 <laughs> episodes in 40 episodes of the other one. You just came out with the best intro ever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is, in fact, your value add. Look at what you inspire. My pain.
0: That's amazing. Hey, everybody. You introduce i introduce yourself? God yeah, God, I'm going to do it. Hey, everybody. Okay, I'm Chris. Well, I'm that gay man. And Stephanie, <laughs> hmm. you're a good soldier, Rex.
2: I hate you. I know.
1: <laughs> I hate you. I hate everything. <laughs> You couldn't have gone with you wanted this chaos, I'm just
0: uh, You know, I decided to go sincere because I was feeling all emotional.
1: <sighs> you know, the feels are intense. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Before we get into the intense feels, I have a couple of points that I would like to address to the public at large. Uh, do you have anything that you want to talk about before we get started?
0: Um. Yeah, I have reviews. I have feedback.
1: Cool. Yay. Yeah. All right, so real quick. Um,
2: <clears throat>
1: thank you, everybody. All of you, and there were many, (laughs) for letting us know that the code that Ahsoka uses, Anakin's passcode, to access the restricted files of Rex talking about the incident with Fives, the code 8108, we now know, again, thank you, everybody, that 8108 is a reference to the theatrical release date for the Clone Wars movie being August 10th, 2008. We huh. appreciate everyone who informed us of this.
0: I believe we received, uh, outside of our Patreon Discord, uh, over 40 outreaches of people tell- letting us know. It's <laughs> at pri- least. It's the price of
2: things. And
1: I, I, love, I, love that, I love that we have that kind of engagement. I love that people are like, hey, no, I totally, I see that you are struggling for a piece of information and I want to help you with it. I love that. I'm not trying to stifle that at all, but I'm just letting you know. <laughs>
0: It was a lot. We <laughs> <Yeah>, a lot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot, and I, I, I love it, and I genuinely uh, was was delighted by every message. But after a while, I'm like, delight is tiring. So <laughs> that's just that's on me as a curmudgeon. Please never stop providing us with additional information and feedback. We fucking love it.
0: Yeah, we do. I mean, it actually yeah. does warm my heart to yeah. That, that's that.
1: We're just not used to having our hearts warmed on a large scale. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's vaguely threatening to us, that's all. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I I have to let people know though, to be to be completely honest. Um, because we have now a a Patreon Discord thing, which you can join for five bucks a month if you go to patreon.com forward slash TV's podcast. I'll send you the invite, you can join, it'll be fun. Um but um we have like before anybody gets to us, it's usually them that will reach back out to us. So before I check Facebook, Twitter, et cetera. We've already gotten like forty messages from people. <laughs> and and you know
1: our, our Patreons are our Patreons. Our patrons are on top of it,
0: man. They are. And and then on top of that, there's one really annoying listener who will fucking stream of conscious every single episode that we do and create He's a He's whole... talking
1: about Charles from Gold Squadron Gaze, you guys. He's such a
0: dick. Anyway. <laughs> so. Um so I'll I'll we, we get it from all ends. Mm-hmm. You know, and And
1: normally we're into that. Yeah. In a consensual and well-lubricated way. Uh, what we're saying is it was a lot. And and to, and to contribute to the it was a lot also from the last episode that we talked about, uh, we waxed poetic about how Maul is the sexiest and Ventress is the sexiest and all of that. And uh, neither of us could recall a time when Ventress and Maul had actually crossed paths. So um, again, thank you to our patrons. Thank you to... Everybody, all of our listeners who pointed out to us that actually Ventress and Maul have crossed paths, um, one comment in particular said it clearly. Uh, Ventress did meet Maul when Maul first got his legs in the finale of season four. Maul kidnaps Obi-Wan and Ventress helps Obi-Wan escape from the turtle ship.
0: The turtle ship. <laughs> love the turtle ship. <laughs> Good times.
1: But no, it's true. It's not like they had an extended conversation. They didn't even really fight directly um, because Ventress took Savage and Maul took Obi-Wan. And, uh, you know, that's how it works in a foursome. You kind of got to divide teams. And occasionally you might switch partners, um, but you just have to make sure that, you know, you've got even coverage across the field. Yeah. Again, in a consensual and well-lubricated way. Yes, I mean, Ventress and Maul have been on screen at the same time before. So and thank you everybody have, who reminded us of that.
0: Um, her, Savage, and Maul have been in my mind at the same time. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Okay, that's all I got. What you got, bitch?
0: Um, so first of all, look, uh, we just had a Thanksgiving holiday. We took a week off. Mm. And it does bring out the feels for a lot of people. I think a lot of people unfortunately spent that holiday alone or even worse, they spent it with family members they do not get along with. So truth. in addition to getting, you know, <laughs> feedback about the stuff that we missed, which again, we appreciate, uh, we just got a lot of thank you messages from a lot of people. There are uh, a lot of people sharing, you know, their mental health stories, their uh, struggles, struggles with their physical health as well. Uh, struggles with work, how stressed out they are, you know, and everybody's like, it has been in it for a couple of years now, right?
2: Yeah. And
0: yeah. I just wanted to take a moment to say, thank all of you that share those stories with us. It, it, yeah. it kind of, you know, I very rarely get stressed out and get frustrated with doing this thing with Stephanie. And, you know, sometimes it is a lot of work and I'm like, oh, maybe I can take like a break off, a month off or whatever. But right. honestly, when, it, when I get those messages, it like supercharges me and makes, Makes me want to do a much better show for you all, if that makes sense. So thank you,
1: absolutely, a hundred percent, yeah,
0: yeah. Just thank you so much. Uh, I, it's amazing. I can't believe, can't believe people listen to us. Much less we have that kind of positive impact on people. I usually don't have that kind of positive impact on anyone. Right?
1: Who knew that we could have positive impacts on people? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's not that's not classically, you know, traditionally been the role of you and I interacting with other people in the world. So yeah uh this is all this is all very new and very cool so yeah thank you everybody for sharing um it does sort of reinvigorate us to get back into this particularly when the episodes that we need to talk about are a lot
0: are a lot yeah a lot yeah (sighs) a lot A uh so we do have reviews uh i'm sorry Mm -hmm. oh we had uh we have a dearth of reviews i'm not gonna be able to get to all of them uh because stephanie will kill me dearth
1: is dearth is less right
0: I don't know, I'm stupid.
1: Dearth is not a lot. Deerth, wealth What's wealth the opposite is more. of hold on? Uh, Dearth Hey this Stephanie, is me. did you know
0: that the code the code that uh, Ahsoka <laughs> uses in, in Clone Wars is
1: Dearth is defined as a scarcity or lack of something. Oh, we have a wealth, a wealth. of reviews. Okay, my bad.
0: Uh okay, so real quick. Uh, <laughs> Being
1: friends with me is so fun you guys. I will fact check your language I in real hate time. It yeah i'm gonna kind of it so much I'm so sorry i'm so sorry for who i am as a person
0: you know that's this is why we get fact checked it has nothing to do with me it has everything to do with you and your karma your energy is interfering with my aura
1: i'm so aggressive okay you were saying go on
0: okay uh pj pj fanatic writes is there a medication mm. for podcast addiction Uh, Dear Chris and Steph, this show brings joy to my life. The only thing that would make it better is if you cover the son of Dathomir comics. Also, have fun with Order 66. Oh.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Order 66 is so fun. We get to revisit it.
0: Over and over again. It's not like we're doing the Kenobi show right after Revenge of the Sith, which... Oh, Oh we are.
1: Oh, anyway. yeah.
0: Uh, Okay, and then uh, I cannot pronounce your username, person, with uh, G-T... G T J G R Y J H G U H Y U. I'm assuming that's Huddies. Sure. Uh, but, yeah, it sounds about right. But they write uh, one of the greatest Star Wars podcasts. You two are uh-huh. amazing. Keep up the great work. Also, idea for a new count: the Chopper Kill Count. Which I
1: agree. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, that'll that'll come into play. Yeah,
0: yeah, because uh, that will be a number that will actually eclipse the Anakin Red Flag Count, I believe.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but. And yet, I walk away from it absolutely adoring Chopper. So,
0: we love our a murder droid.
1: There. Oh my god, I love him. Ugh. Anyway, okay. Thank you so much for that review. Uh, appreciate it, and we will definitely be using that counter. Thank you for sure. Faux. show in the nine hundred years when we finally get to Rebels because I was I was look at look I I plotted out our schedule okay for content following Revenge of the Sith. Um, yeah. Honey, it's a lot. Okay, we're, I mean, <laughs> like,
0: what's after Kenobi?
1: Uh, so we, you know, we we talk about what we talk about today, and then it's Revenge of the Sith. We're doing that as a two-parter, yeah, because we learned on Marvelous Divas with full-length movies, we're better off as a two-parter, uh, and then we've got Obi-Wan Kenobi. Now, yes, technically, The Bad Batch chronologically falls right after Revenge of the Sith, but The Bad Batch isn't done yet, right? And we want to be able to talk about these these shows in their entirety as best we can right so we're gonna hold off on the bad batch and when it's done or at least has a couple of seasons under its belt we will we'll go back we'll flash back to this moment in time when this (laughs) happens so so it'll be revenge of the sith uh then obi-wan kenobi for six episodes
0: right because there's not that many
1: and then the droids cartoon right (laughs) <laughs> I can't see your face, but I can imagine it. <laughs> <laughs> I peeked. I looked at your face. You look so happy.
0: I fucking want to kill you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, but then it's solo parts one and two and then Rebels.
0: Okay, so it's not that far.
1: It's several episodes away. You know, we're going to hit our hundredth episode in the middle of Obi-Wan Kenobi.
0: Uh, which uh Which episode? Do you know?
1: Part three.
0: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because this right now, that the episode we're sitting in, is uh, our episode 95. Oh, my God. And I just want to, you know what? You know what? I want to say this before we get into because we do actually need to eventually talk about the Clone Wars episode that we're here to talk about. Cat and mouse, um, yeah. But I would like to say, in a moment of sincerity, that you're going to shit on because of who you are as a person. I'm proud of us like look at look at this we have we have you and I do not have a solid history of like committing to a project and sticking it through right, okay, um, but here we are ninety five episodes into this podcast today we're finishing clone wars and and we've done it like we we fucking we fucking did it, baby, we're here. We did this and we're not done. Like, this isn't like a stopping point at all. This isn't even a pausing point. Like, we're going to keep going because this has been an amazing journey and I love working with you. And this has been a lot of fun and and I've learned so much. And it's just fucking, I'm really proud of us for for sticking this out and and getting this far. So,
0: you know, I just um, want to say that. I'm going to say this. It's almost like this was our destiny, <laughs> you know. Like, like, like. Okay, I'm gonna get a little mushy. I'm sorry. Um, oh my god, really? Yeah, I'm so- yeah. I'm not gonna kill the moment with uh, with uh, triggering my defense mechanism and making a joke. Um, <laughs> I feel that there was something really special about our friendship when we got together, and we immediately mm-hmm. started talking shit about everybody around us, and we were really good at it. <laughs> and and I wasn't quite the technocrat back then but if i was i would immediately have gone Ooh, how do i monetize this
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so like it, no it's true Steph. like uh you know i remember way way back when you were starting to do trying to do a podcast with other people and mm-hmm. um, i loved your your first podcast even though it was really dark and i lost faith in humanity but you know <laughs> uh uh I can remember thinking to myself, man, it'd be so much fun to do a podcast with her. But what would we fucking do? And you know, we did the wrestling thing, and we did, we did. That was fun, but like we were so negative on that one. And then uh, it we're, we landed here, and now we got two podcasts, and it's been incredible, and we've made friends.
1: Weird, right? I don't know how to do that.
0: I we're not good at that at all. No, I, <laughs> I think
1: I think it's fair, more fair to say, friends made us. Uh, yeah because because we're not good at that that's not a thing we do
0: no we're not good at that and i you know i give him shit all the time but i consider charles to be a good friend now there are other friends that i've made you know i love that i could jump on twitter and thirst about you know char- different characters with different people we've had on unleashed mm-hmm. that i now consider a friend too um so and then we're going to probably abuse some of them in the coming weeks when we review the star wars holiday special but <laughs> uh it's uh uh yeah i date date Steph. this has been awesome
1: yeah no this has been amazing and this is uh remember all of this so that we can repeat it verbatim when we do the 100th episode because this is really some 100th episode talk that we're doing right now but i mean it's th- it's a milestone we're t- we're about to talk about the finale episode of clone wars that's a big fucking deal so anyway i love your stupid face make a dick joke before before we get too deep into this
2: <laughs> uh, my ass i can't hurts. save it i can't <laughs> save
1: it i don't i i am flush with sincere emotion uh this recording and uh and so i don't even i don't even have a dick joke to make here
2: I uh,
0: okay fine fine i can't i got an can't. intro how about that
1: okay let me let's you know what you know what let's do what we're what we came here for okay cool. yeah
0: because we're at the end uh, my friends
1: Oh. So, what we're doing on this podcast is we're watching through the entire Star Wars visual story in chronological order, which means that we started with episode one, The Phantom Menace. And today, we're talking about the finale episode of Clone Wars, season seven, episode 12, Victory and Death.
0: Dun, dun, dun.
1: I'm fine. I'm fine. This is fine. I'm so fine. It's all right. I'm so happy. Um, and again, uh, as these these final episodes have all been sort of treated as one cinematic moment, uh, we do not have a Jedi fortune cookie uh, or an official intro, but we do have Chris. So take it away, baby.
0: <clears throat> Good soldiers follow Ahsoka Tano. Commander Rex <laughs> and Ahsoka are trapped in the medical bay on the tribunal with their droid companions. How will they escape the ship with every clone tro- tro- trooper hunting them down? What about Maul, who is wandering around the ship causing chaos? This Mm -hmm. is the end of the Clone Wars.
1: So real quick, because our first, our opening shot of this uh, with a live choir.
0: Yeah, it's it's happy music, right?
1: Oh yeah, no, this is definitely, uh, you know, some Duel of the Fates level shit going on here. Um, But our first shot is of the tribunal in hyperspace. So reminder, like this is a, this is one of those locked room, horror stories going on except it's a locked ship uh but also the fact that this ship is called the tribunal yeah is really interesting because a tribunal is is a court of judgment it is a it is a place where where justice is handed out um and it references in its prefix try three entities and so we have our main three Moving through this this court of judgment that is this ship right now, which is Ahsoka, Rex, and Maul. Yeah, it's a hell of a thing. It's a hell of a thing you did there, Felony.
0: A little bit too on a nose for me, but I'm fine with it. Um, real quick, I
1: you know what? It could uh, this can be all over my nose. I will take <laughs> all of the nose shots, the face shots that this that this episode wants to give me, just like oh, we'll, rain it down we'll, on my face. There's the dick joke. We brought it back. We're good.
0: Oh, we I got. I got, I got, I got a thing later. Don't worry. Um, but, 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 uh, real quick, Kevin Klein does the music, uh, or has done the music for all of Clone Kevin Wars. Kevin Kleiner. Kleiner, I'm sorry. Kevin I, Klein is an actor. Oh, great! You're right. Um, but uh, this is this is their best soundtrack for this episode. Oh, it's so good. Um, it's so good. Yeah, I read an interview by them where they said that essentially. Um, he pulled pieces of John Williams' music and expanded upon them and extended them. Uh, this is supposed to be, I believe, um, you know, a lot of Revenge of the Sith-inspired music. Absolutely. When, you know, mm-hmm. Anakin's falling to the dark side and Padme's all. Oh, where is my abusive husband? I, I miss him so much. <laughs> uh-huh. um, we'll get to it. We'll, well get, we'll to, get it. to that. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, um, it. I love. I love everything about the music in this episode. I used to be able to listen to it for work, but not anymore. I'm too Mm -mm. traumatized by it.
1: Yep. Nope. Mm -hmm. It hurts. It hurts. Uh, I will, you know, I do want to point out when I was watching this, uh, look, Boomer is terrible. She's awful. But she knows when I'm not okay. Okay. And both times that I watched through this episode, she was like, "Hi, you need a purring me on your lap. We're going to do some deep pressure therapy, where I'm going to become even heavier than I already am, and just and just purr you into okayness." It's like she sat with me for the she never sits on my lap for more than a few minutes at a time, but she sat with me for the duration of these episodes. So, just saying, but at what like cost? Easily,
0: huh? But at what cost?
1: What? At the cost of a lot of cat hair on my lap? What are you talking about?
0: No, I'm just saying, when it comes to a cat doing something like that, there you have to pay the price at some point.
1: I feel like what she's doing is, she's like, you feed me, this balances that out. Like, you keep me alive okay. and you scoop up you scoop up my shit.
0: So <laughs> I
1: will sit on your lap.
0: Your cat is far more reasonable than cats have had in the past.
1: Look, the cat you used to live with was literally a murderer, so... Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, let's get into you know let's get let's get into let's get into the episode, shall we? Um, I have in my notes as we do the opening shot of the ship in hyperspace and the somber, ominous choir music setting an entire ass mood. uh, It says in my notes, "Oh God, oh God, I can't do this. Why did we ever start this podcast?"
0: Oh my God, no shit! Uh, I have (laughs) literally my first line is, "Oh God, oh God, oh God."
1: It's terrible. Um, but yeah, we are still in hyperspace. Uh, the 66th clones of the 501st are still cutting through the med bay door behind which Ahsoka and Rex and three droids await their fate. Um, and so Rex says, uh, how, how are we getting out of here? Yeah. And Ahsoka's, Ahsoka's like, I have an idea. And, uh, okay, look, the mood has been set. It is ominous. Everybody's in danger. We're coming to to the the climactic confrontation of this of this entire arc here. But Rex puts on his helmet, he gets his little pistols out and does a hip pop as he <laughs> himself for combat behind her. and I am pregnant. This is not a good time to be getting me pregnant, Rex. Could yeah. you put it away for a minute?
0: God. <laughs> So I wanted to call out something. I, I uh, on my third watch through of this uh, episode this week, I noticed Rex made a face when Ahsoka says, "I have a plan," and then because okay. right, af- right after that, Ahsoka says, "Don't worry, it's a good one."
1: Yeah, that's later in the episode, but yeah, uh,
0: not in my notes. No,
1: Great. no, that's that's well, maybe she says it here too. Yeah, but- she
0: says it here too. Um, okay, I had to I had to think about how often poor Rex and Ahsoka heard from Anakin. Where Anakin says, I have a plan. Because it's usually some ridiculous, insane, fucked up shit.
1: (laughs) Anakin Skywalker bullshit. No, this is definitely Anakin Skywalker's latchkey kids now abandoned forever.
2: Yeah. And
1: processing their lingering trauma from having been raised by him.
2: Yeah.
0: So Ahsoka has to clarify every time she has a plan. No, no, no. It's a good one. Meaning it's (laughs) not. Because
1: she does say it again later. She says, I have an idea and it's good, I think. So, (laughs) yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> so Rex has impregna- impregnated me with his hip hop, and uh, and they have, a, and Ahsoka has a plan, and she tells him, "Just set those things to stun," referring to his pistols. We're not trying to kill anyone, and Rex is like,
0: "Well, tell that to them." Yeah,
1: and that's legit because they, the this is a ship full of clones who are definitely trying to kill them, specifically Ahsoka. But once they figure out where Rex's loyalties now lie, he's a dead man too.
0: Oh, absolutely. Well, also, yeah. A, Rex is a soldier, so he's going to be hyper-pragmatic, and B, mm-hmm. he himself has felt what the chip did to him, so he knows yeah. that his brothers have no control over their actions.
1: That they're they're doing this, they're aware of what they're doing, They and they have no choice about whether they want to do it or not. Right. The chip tells them they want to.
0: They're merely pawns of Lord Sidious.
1: Darth Sidious. Uh, so... Ahsoka is like, wait for it, wait for it. And she waits until they have cut all the way around the door and then she force shoves the door out into the hallway, knocks a bunch of clones down. There's a lot of shoving and Rex is shooting to stun and there's a lot of blocking. And I I started thinking, why isn't clone armor better at absorbing a stun? Because it takes one hit and Rex is knocking all of these dudes
0: out. The thing is, though, they don't stay down for very long. Like I noticed in some of the the bigger shots, like in the Hainer later in the episode,
2: mm-hmm. I do
0: see some of the clones getting back up after they're stunned. So right. maybe it does absorb some of it because some people get knocked down for a long, long time after they're stunned, you know?
1: Yeah, maybe. Like these guys in this hallway, they're they're down long enough. I mean, they start moving right about the time Rex and Ahsoka are leaving, but they're down long enough for for them to have a whole ass conversation in this hallway. Oh, sure. And you know, because the the droids come out and they close a bunch of doors and get them a, p- a path clear of the area, and so they're just standing there, surrounded by unconscious clones. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So R seven finds, say, I mean, finds them a path as Ahsoka right. says. Yeah.
1: Um, and look, I'm glad the armor is not terribly good at absorbing stun. Uh, because that's working out well for our heroes in this moment. Uh, but st- I just feel like that's a design flaw that is not going to be addressed. Stormtrooper armor after this is not an upgrade from Phase Two.
0: Globally. Look, some look, some shit stuck with Sidious after you know he no longer had Dooku nagging him about about uh, budget. You know, he needs to divert funds for the Death Star. He needs to divert funds for... Oh, yeah,
1: everything else got real cheap real fast. Yeah,
0: exactly. They're like, you know, we can put hyperspace drives and TIE fighters, soup up the armor, and Palpatine's like, no, 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 no. No, no,
1: no, no. I've got a pet project. Yeah. And why build one when you can build two for twice the price?
0: You get discounts, you know.
1: And you don't, actually. Because you're it's called, charging yourself.
0: It's called, volume, it's called volume discounts. And plus, you know, if you build, I don't know, say prison <laughs> facilities, so you can have people build Death Star parts for them. Free labor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know. You okay,
1: can, okay, 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 yeah. okay. Let's get back on what we're talking about. I'm stalling. I know you are. All right. So uh, they're standing there in the hallway and Ahsoka's like, all of the escape pods have been destroyed. And Rex, I imagine behind his helmet is like, Ey.
0: My bad.
1: That was... <laughs> I ordered that. Uh, And she's like, we need to get to a shuttle. And Rex is like, okay, cool. Hey, did you hear that Maul escaped? (laughs) (laughs) Crazy, right? That's so weird.
0: Yeah, and then Ahsoka's (laughs) like, my bad. So they're both my bad at each other.
1: (laughs) Right. Uh, Speaking of Maul, we do get a shot of him. Uh, He has a comm link and he is listening in. Apparently in the absence of Rex, Jesse has taken command of the 501st on the ship in their hunt for... Target number one, Ahsoka Tano, and they're discussing like, di- is, "Where's Captain Rex? He's MIA." Okay, did he aid in Tano's escape? We don't know. Uh, Maul starts uh, force choking some clones. That's fun, and it turns out we find out uh, he's target number two because they're reporting that target number two is in the hyperdrive room. Uh oh, Maul, honey, what are you doing?
0: So what? I've I've what? never wanted to be a hyperdrive generator before. <laughs>
1: But here we are. But here we are.
0: This scene was hot. <laughs> it's hot.
1: It's hot. Look, he's Maul is a petty bitch. Oh, Maul yeah. is a flip the table, burn it all down. I don't give a fuck anymore kind of guy. And so that's what he's doing in here. Um also he is a hundred percent killing these clones. Absolutely. Yeah. And like it's great that Ahsoka is, you know, as this up to this point and as the episode progresses she's going as non-lethal as she can but unleashing maul on the ship is a pretty final solution for anybody that he encounters
0: well that's not her problem
1: it's what she's responsible for that though she did let him out but she owns that she's like yeah that was me anyway um but it's so cool but i have such mixed feelings about this scene uh because it's just like God, what a flex. Like Maul using the force to make clones shoot each other. Um, He fucking kicks one clone's helmet clean off, uses it to knock him out, and then uses the helmet to block incoming fire and then throws it at a guy. It's really fucking cool. But also he is killing clones who have no control over their actions right
0: now. I know. I know. If, just, on, our uh, other, on our other other podcast, we have an improvisational weapon uh, counter. <laughs> right. Right. Maul and a bad is timing just,
1: sexiness counter. that That's right here, that, too.
0: That, yeah. Uh, Maul is just ticking all those boxes right now for me. And yeah, it's sad that the clones are getting killed, but uh, I'm too turned on to care.
1: Yeah. And that's yeah.
0: the effect Maul has always had on me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the power of Maul. It's the power of the, of the Witwer. Of oh, my God. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, Christopher... Tell me, you're the tech guy, sure, the Star Wars tech guy on this show. Is it a good idea when your ship is currently in hyperspace to destroy the hyperspace drive? Is that is that a solid plan? Is that safe?
0: So, do you know what I did?
1: What'd you do? Do you
0: remember twenty years ago when we were playing Star Wars, the Star Wars D twenty game? Yes, that book has a chart. Literally twenty years ago, twenty almost twenty years ago. Uh-huh. Uh, that I've, uh, it is twenty years ago. Uh, the the book has a chart for what happens when the hyperdrive uh, fails. Oh, and most of the options result in some sort of explodey thing. It's just what right. part of the ship explodes. Because look, when your ship is uh, m- moving through hyperspace, there's all this power running through the ship,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: you know, just like bad wiring in a house can suddenly short out everything and make things explode in your fucking house, the it's even more so for the ship. So when the hyperdrive starts to fail, the first thing the captain of the ship wants to do is try to deactivate the hyperdrive system. Because if they don't cut it off, it's going to cause an insane power surge and cause different things to explode, mm-hmm. uh, which is exactly what ends up happening. Uh, Maul devastates the hyperdrive system to the point where they have zero control over being able to turn it off in the first place. It does take the ship out of hyper hyperspace, but when you see the ship coming out of hyperspace oh. it's already fucked
2: yeah
1: no she's already in c- falling apart just the the emergence of the tribunal from hyperspace uh is stunning <clears throat> it is shocking yeah it's it's and the thing it's so weird right because we love these these republic ships as they have been in service of the republic but this kind of reminded me like the first time we saw these ships in attack of the clones yeah those were definitely what at the time I had associated with an imperial ship silhouette. Right. Like and so it was eerie to see the Jedi associated with it. Now that's getting flipped on its head. I love these ships because they have been carrying people I love around the galaxy. Uh and and now now she's hurt. Ugh. She's fucked up. Like she's falling apart. And she's not going to be okay.
0: The ship is the- used as a device in this episode, um, mm-hmm. you know. Absolutely. Uh, and- now the
1: symbolism of the ship itself is intense. <sighs> yeah.
0: Fuck you, Filoni. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so Maul is like, just going to burn the shit down now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it all. Flip a table. We're done here. I hate everybody. Uh, so we cut to Rex and Ahsoka are running down the halls and, you know, whoop, whoop, alarms are going off. Uh, they're like, that That can't be good. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's, that seems really bad. But they're getting to the hangar bay. Yeah. Right? And they get into the control room, which is sort of elevated of the hangar bay. And Rex realizes uh, everything's locked down. And he's because like the clones have already taken care of all the security precautions they need to.
0: And he says,
2: if they weren't trying to kill us, I'd be proud.
0: Literally the only funny line in the entire episode.
1: (laughs) Right. That's it. That's, That's all you get uh anyway ahsoka's like okay droids r7 unlock the hangar doors cheap go prep the shuttle there's a shuttle out there good for them uh and Gigi, find out what the fuck happened to the ship yeah (laughs) that'd be great um quick cut to maul because we're just sort of following maul's progress through the ship he overhears jesse and the clones are converging on the hangar bay and he's like oh hangar bay what a cool idea awesome Meanwhile, back in the control room over the hangar bay, Gigi reports that the hyperdrive is offline. Offline? No. no it's destroyed. destroyed. It's gone. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's gone. Uh and also uh we are near a moon, an unidentified moon, by the way. Wait. No nobody it's that, that, it is a random yes.
0: That's fucking luck, don't you think?
1: Yeah. Well, but in a matter of speaking, yeah, yeah. in a in a way that is also actually terrible. Um, But this this is just a random moon somewhere between the outer rim and Mandalore uh, and Coruscant. That's a lot of space.
0: Yeah, um, I I wonder if it was like an uncharted planet that they found.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah, it, it is. It is unidentified. Like it's it is listed in show notes as just a moon. It's, there's no name
0: for it. Random planet number five.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Clone grave planet.
0: There you go. Oh, nice. Uh,
1: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so the moons, gravity, they are being hooked into it. And Ahsoka's like, oh, shit. Um, R7, open the main hangar doors. And the animation is so amazing. Because these doors slide open, the big main hangar doors that run the majority of the length of the ship that we've seen countless times in this show, they open and you can see the light start streaming in uh, from the surface below. They are definitely crashing.
0: I love the fa- the the face the faces of Rex and Ahsoka in this moment. Even though I can't see Rex's face, I can tell. Yeah, you and, can tell. Yeah. And ah- Ahsoka's like, well, we're fucked.
1: <laughs> Super fucked. Super fucked. The ship is definitely starting to break up. Uh, Maul is still at large wandering around the stuff uh and we do we keep jumping back real quick let's just general blanket note maul was definitely on his way (sighs) to the hangar back yeah which is bad
0: yeah but it's like it's like i get like moments of anxiety like oh my god how are they gonna get off the ship and oh hi maul hey girl (laughs) oh
1: hey hey i feel better but not
0: yeah
2: right hi
1: oh amazing okay uh But they get the doors open to the bay where the shuttle is, and they're like, hooray! But then other doors open, and oh no, it's all the clones. They were waiting for them. Dope. Yeah. Again, be proud. These are really, really effective soldiers, Rex. You trained them
0: well. Fucking 501st. Fucking 501st.
1: Yeah. And they all array themselves across the hangar bay to place themselves in between Ahsoka and Rex and the shuttle, and who is at the head of this... Troop,
0: Jesse.
1: Fucking Jesse.
0: Sexy Jesse, but sexy, nonetheless.
1: magnificent, competency boner Jesse. I yeah. still love him. I, this is not his fault, but it's so terrifying because we know how good he is, <sighs> and he's there in his full arc trooper gear.
0: Yeah, he, he is, and he's
1: commanding. He- uh, just ah, oh, God, and he's telling them,
0: "Hold your position, men. If they try to leave."
1: Fuck. that's so bad
0: <laughs> I know, I know and, and here I'm thinking how, what crazy bullshit is Ahsoka going to pull to get out of this without killing anybody, hello
1: right, exactly um, so Rex is like alright, what the fuck do we do, do we fight our way to the shuttle and Ahsoka says no, there's too many of them and I don't want to hurt them and Rex says
2: I hate to tell you this They don't care. This ship is going down. And those soldiers, my
0: brothers, are willing to die and take you and me along with them.
1: And Ahsoka hears his voice. And she gets this look on her face. Again, the animation, thank you for facial expressions. She gets this look on his face that is like the very image of Jedi Compassion where she's setting aside the entire crisis that they're going through right now, she's like, all of that can wait a second because my friend is in pain. And she reaches up and takes off his helmet. And Rex is crying. I hate this. He is – and he's, he's – I just – look, I when Rex cries, I cry.
0: I know. I, I can't. Mm. I can't. But this is the absolute worst. Like – Rex is so heartbroken. He 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 wants to save his brothers, but he knows he can't. It's not like they can stick every single clone in 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 the med bay, especially now that right. the ship is falling apart. They don't even have time. Right?
1: There's no time. Even if they could convince them to like line up in an orderly fashion and await chip extraction, there's no time. No. They have to get off this ship because everything's crashing now. There are the the everything is ticking down to to death yeah. at this point, point. and so the. And just the frustration and the heartbreak in his face. And he's just, and you can tell that he's a, he's a little ashamed, not of having the emotion, but that he's mourning these men who are trying to kill him and Ahsoka right now. Yeah. And like, and he, he can't let that interfere with getting Ahsoka to safety. Like that's, it's, it's so, it's so complicated and it's so, it's so, it goes against everything he's ever known to turn against his brothers like this or to endure having them turn against him
0: yeah yeah he probably hasn't been confronted with something this complicated since Umbara
1: right exactly well the fives the five situation
0: oh yeah that's true too yeah but anyway so you know Ahsoka is like
2: you're a good soldier Rex so is every one of those men down there they may be willing to die but I am not the one who is going to kill them,
0: which breaks my fucking heart. But it's also a wonderful reminder that Ahsoka is the embodiment of the light side of the Force.
1: Yeah, she has never been more Jedi uh, than she's been in these episodes. Like, and she's this is really, this is really the sort of the culmination of her journey as a Jedi. And she had to leave the Order to be able to to cling to that to be able to become this mm-hmm. uh and she's you know calm and and intuitive and um and thinking with ingenuity and and compassion and, and not wanting to hurt any of them because it's not their fault that this is happening right like she doesn't want to kill anyone she's not sure how many lives she can save at this stage but she's not going to be the one to take those lives
0: yeah, I mean, she had and to I leave. Just... She had to leave the Jedi Order, um, because the Jedi were becoming so corrupt. So, Stephanie, right. that reminds me of something. Oh. So, once upon a time, I had a goldfish. Uh, okay. I took care of the goldfish. I fed the goldfish. I changed the goldfish's water. I intended for that goldfish to have a nice, long, fishy life. Okay, but I killed the goldfish because I <laughs> made a mistake and it's dead. So
1: mm-hmm. it doesn't
0: matter what I intended. The end result was the goldfish is dead. Right. That makes sense, right? There's no semantics. There's no confusion about that. Uh-huh. We had uh, we we said in the last episode that oh. Ahsoka was a child warrior. Yes. Right. Now, she,
1: she's a child soldier. She said that she spent all of her life since she was a Padawan as a soldier. Where are you going with this?
0: Well, you know, uh, someone, uh, several people actually were arguing with us oh, and trying to make semantics about the fact that, well, that wasn't the intention of the Jedi Order, blah, 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 right. blah, And, you know, most of them were men. And until other <laughs> men came in to to disagree with them, they stopped arguing.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah. Weird.
0: Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Uh, so so this is Ahsoka shedding the warrior, uh, the warrior lifestyle officially. Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh my God, you're so right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This is where she she finally leaves behind the what the Jedi Order made her become, right. which was a soldier. And and this, but in acknowledging and validating what Rex has always been, which is a soldier. Yeah, that's what this moment is. She's not doing that anymore. She's going to go ahead and be a Jedi now.
0: And, you know, I was thinking about this, like, even, of course, if, if Anakin Skywalker were here, he's like, let's go kill some clones. And <laughs> and But I also thought about it. Wouldn't Obi-Wan and Plo Koon and all the other masters yeah. that we love probably also kill the clones? Probably.
1: Well, no, no. I said, yeah, because I thought you were going a different place. No, Plo Koon would not be killing these men. You don't think so? Absolutely not. If he was aware of the chip situation... The thing is, that's, that's what did this. That's, yeah. that's why, that's why Ahsoka is not going lethal because she knows this isn't, they didn't, this isn't a betrayal. The clones are not betraying her. Mm-hmm. The clones have been betrayed. That's what this is. And that's why she's gone non-lethal. And, and I also kind of feel like this is a, a bit of commentary from Dave Filoni. Cause here's the thing. I found a quote. Um, I found, I found an interview with Dave where he's commenting on, on this, on the non-lethality. Of how Ahsoka is proceeding here. And he was well aware this is a kid's show. And the Good. kids love the clones. Now, when Revenge of the Sith came out, which is long before all of this, uh the clones were just on the screen, but they weren't as beloved as they would be after seven seasons of a cartoon. Right? Right. Uh, so, yeah, they were murdered willy-nilly. Like, Yoda immediately snickersnack decapitates Gree, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, shit
1: like that. Like, it's just a fucking slaughter. But that was in Revenge of the Sith prior to all of the love that's been built up for these clones. And so Filoni was well aware of that. So he knew he could not just have Ahsoka start killing all of her old friends and all of these characters, beloved characters that children had grown up with.
0: Right. With half half of them wearing helmets of her colors, you know.
1: Right. Exactly. So so he knew, he knew that this had to be, that it had to be different. and he uh, And it had to be not a murder spree. Oh, God. Maul is definitely on a murder spree, but Maul's a bad guy.
0: He's a villain. Ah- so-
1: he is. A sexy, Ahsoka- hot villain. Ahsoka is a hero. And so we've got an embodiment of the dark side of the Force and an embodiment of the light side of the Force moving through this ship. And And I feel like it, it does a really good parallel because, as we'll see, uh, Maul moves through and gets out of here a lot faster than her. The dark side is always faster. But it's not better.
0: Yeah, Though, I, so, I have to say, like, with Maul, with the, the hyperdrive generator flex and what we see a little bit later in this episode, mm-hmm. he has never been more powerful either. Right. Like, the same way that yeah. Ahsoka is fully embodying the light side of the forest, Maul is, he's not he's not well, Sidious, but he is very well, powerful. Because the dark
1: side is so powerful right now.
0: Right, right, in the whole galaxy. He's, he's
1: getting some, some extra juice.
0: He's juicing up.
1: He's juicing. Anyway... um, no, I, I, I do believe that if masters like Plo Koon or Obi Wan were in this situation and they were aware of the chip, they would not. They would be doing the same thing. They would not be trying to kill these clones. Would they go to the to the extent? Because Ahsoka, much to her own detriment, oh yeah, goes non lethal with these guys. Uh, would they go to that extent? I don't know.
2: Yeah. We
1: will never know because. Because they're not in this situation, and like even even, and when we talk about Revenge of the Sith, we'll see Obi Wan doesn't know what the fuck is going on. The chip wasn't a thing.
2: Yeah, when I mean, Revenge
1: of the Sith happened.
0: Yeah, kids, uh, we didn't know there was a chip implanted in the clones. Uh, I don't
1: think the chip was a thing.
0: No, I, I, uh, I I'm not looking forward to the lecture I'm going to get about this, but I'm sure there was some kind of Legends book out there that explains pre clone pre Clone Wars show why the clones did what they did.
1: Well, I just... What I mean by the chip wasn't a thing, I don't know that George Lucas planned on there being a chip. Right. At the time that Revenge of the Sith was made. It was just a straight betrayal by the clones. And I'll, I'll do some research when we cover that movie and see. But that's my running theory, uh, is that the chip is one of those things that... Because George Lucas does this all the time, where he just retroactively is like, oh yeah, a piece of lore I just pulled out of my ass to explain a thing that I did.
0: Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Stephanie, are you suggesting that George Lucas doesn't plan out every aspect of Star Wars?
1: Uh, yeah. No, I'm not suggesting it. I'm saying <laughs> No, he just does shit and then pulls something out of his ass to explain it later. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, the chips were not a thing when we're watching Revenge of the Sith for the first time. Uh, so, so yeah, there's no way that any of those, uh, those Jedi could have been aware of it. But... If you dropped Plo Koon in the middle of this situation and he was aware of the chips, he would be going as non-lethal as he could to. Yeah. Because he loved them.
2: I and mean, Even Mace
1: Windu, even Mace Windu cared about the clones and he would not be trying to kill innocent victims of the chip. Master and Mace? Okay. Master and Mace. justice for Mace Windu. There's been a lot of discourse about that lately. But anyway, you know what? You know what? We're stalling again. We are. So, so Rex, uh, upon hearing that Ahsoka doesn't plan on killing any of them, he's like- So, what do we surrender? Because that, I don't, I don't see any other option because again, he's a soldier. Right. If he's not, if he's not fighting his way through them, he doesn't, he doesn't really see a lot of options right now. And Ahsoka's like, I have an idea. It's a good one. Again, she has to reassure him because he gets the look on his face. Reassure him. It's an idea and it's a good one. I think. I think. And she's like, hey, droids. You ready to be helpful? And they're like, yes, we are. And I love them so much. Uh, Meanwhile, downstairs in the hangar, Jesse gets a call that Maul is probably headed his way. So
2: there you go.
0: Yay!
1: But he doesn't have time to respond because what's happening?
0: Well, uh, uh, Ahsoka and Rex come out and and Rex is making it look like he has found Ahsoka and is holding her at gunpoint. And he's trying to convince Uh everybody, hold your fire. I have captured Ahsoka. Don't shoot us.
1: Exactly. And uh, Jesse's like, um, you execute your order or I will. Uh-oh. And Rex, bless him, tries to reason with them. He explains to them that Order 66 specifically states that you have to execute the Jedi for treason against the Republic. Ahsoka Tano is not a Jedi. Hasn't been for a while. And here's the thing. Jesse lowers his guns and there's something about the angle of his head where he's, you can tell he's looking at Rex like, oh, come on, girl. Well, are you fucking serious right now? Because he says...
2: Sir, you said yourself we're under special order from Darth Sidious to eliminate Ahsoka Tano and any other clone who disobeys Order 66.
0: Darth Sidious? Yeah, I know. What? I read that as Jesse trying to make his will-saving throw to resist the the chip.
1: Uh, I... Opposite, opposite, opposite. I read that as Jesse going, are you fucking kidding me right now? You know what the order is.
0: Well, we'll have to agree to disagree. But I I got the sense that for just a brief millisecond, Jesse was trying to digest this information and trying to justify it. And then Chip goes, nope. And then that's why Jesse busts out the Darth Sidious line.
1: I guess. I
0: I, I, I love Jesse. I just want him to be good for a millisecond. Can can he be good for a millisecond?
1: (laughs) But that's the tragedy here. Yeah. Is that he doesn't get the opportunity. Uh that nobody but Rex gets to make that will save. Um anyway, uh, but he name drops Darth Sidious. Ugh. Now we're gonna watch Revenge of the Sith. It's been literally years since I've watched Revenge of the Sith. I don't think anybody says Sidious in the movie. It's weird that earlier when Rex got the Order 66, he said yes, Lord Sidious. And now Jesse is like, I'm totally cool with name checking a Sith Lord right now. Not not the Chancellor. We know that we got our orders from a Sith Lord named Darth Sidious. And we are still cool with it because that's what the chip tells us to be.
0: Yeah, they do. They do say his name several times. Uh, in fact, uh, we'll talk about in it Avenger next time. Yeah, Revenge of the Sith? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, there's one very We'll talk about it next time. But there is we'll one talk about, we'll really dumb okay. dramatic moment using his name
1: anyway the droids are doing stuff they're they're puttering around and and doing things and so so because like just keep them talking oh my god just keep just keep them talking so rex tries again and and jesse's like no you are in violation of order 66 captain rex i'm accusing you now we're going to execute both of you now god damn it fuck right then they're like ready Aim! We're about to fire! Boom! The floor drops out from under him.
0: Hello, Home Alone realness.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The droids, apparently they're standing on lifts, like because right below them is the maintenance bay. Uh, And he would use the lifts from the maintenance bay to lift ships up into the hangar bay to go fly away. Yeah?
2: Yeah.
0: Uh,
1: And so the droids have just dropped... All of these troopers, including Jesse, down into the maintenance bay.
0: Yeah, and it was-
1: Not all of them, but most of them. Most
0: of them. Enough of them where it makes it easier for Ahsoka to start fighting them. And then, of course, Rex is like, yeah, I didn't didn't much like being a commander anyway.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because Jesse was like, you're going to be demoted from the rank of commander. Like, any of that matters anymore. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. You're about to kill him, Jesse. What? (sighs) All right. Anyway- now they're fighty fighty the guys who are still left on the same level of them as them enter maul
0: hey hey girl
1: hey he does he walks into the hangar he's like hmm okay ahsoka and rex are over there they're fighting cool oh look a shuttle i I'm am going i'ma go get the shuttle <laughs> and he starts running towards the shuttle because now is not the time for a dramatic stroll go ahead and book it And as he's running by, Gigi turns to Ahsoka and starts beeping like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, it's Maul. (laughs) Hello.
0: (laughs) And I'm I'm like Gigi, too, but for a very different reason.
1: (laughs) Yay. Uh, So Ahsoka's like, fuck. And so she goes to try and stop him. And Maul says his only line in this episode. He says,
0: you wanted this
1: chaos. (laughs) And starts throwing crates and shit at her.
0: Did you listen to this episode on headphones? I sure did. So it's his only line, but he sure does grunt a lot. And, uh, it, and he does. it's nice. There,
1: there's, a lot of, there's a lot of grunting, a lot of growling. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Yeah, It's good. There's a lot of 10 seconds back. Sam Witwer, his
0: girlfriend, can... wife. I don't know what his relationship status is. <laughs> you know, anybody lucky.
1: who gets to have that happen in their ear is very lucky.
0: Very lucky. Just saying. Yeah.
1: Anyway, uh, he's fucking furious and desperate and needs to get the fuck off this ship. So he force shoves Ahsoka back so far that she falls down. Uh-huh. Like, she tries to stop her descent with her sabers, but she falls down the hole towards the maintenance bay. Gigi catches her. Thank God. Because droids are the fucking best. Yeah, they are. Uh, But, oops, the clones that dropped, they're fine. They're recovering. They're getting up. And uh, they're going to start shooting at her. So that's fun. (sighs) Meanwhile, Maul is taking the fucking shuttle.
0: Yeah, he is. Yeah. He hops in.
1: Yeah, he hops in. He's getting the shuttle started up. Ahsoka is trying to defend herself from shots coming up from below while Gigi's trying to reel her in. The clones have figured out that the droids are helping them.
0: Yeah, the droids are the problem in this
2: situation. Right. So right. the clones are
1: starting to shoot at the droids. Ugh. Which, of course they are. Why would they have any compunctions about shooting droids? They've been shooting droids for years.
0: Yeah, that's... A, that's- that's fair. I just I love these droids. Don't fucking touch them. I
1: I know. I love them too. Uh, Rex is trying to help uh, help hold her and pull her up while defending from the clones. R seven fucking eats it.
2: R seven gets
0: wait, fully blasted in the what head. What did you just say? R seven. Uh huh. He eats it in your face, patrons. In your face. What? No. Look. Look. Okay. So I very rarely get a moment of of of. Of I told you so because our patrons are smart. They're always right.
1: They're really smart, yeah. But what do you? They fucking
0: yelled at me when I said that R R seven gets his head blown off. They're like, no, because he's right there with Ahsoka at the end. I'm like, no, he gets his head blown off. I'm pretty sure pretty sure he gets a said one well he does
1: but in the in the final shots of the episode they they've clearly got the busted R7 yeah, with them
0: yeah absolutely but he's busted like they
1: they but he's busted he's not working yeah R7 gets fucking shot in the face right R7 is down
0: and and by the way i didn't notice it until for some reason i've seen this episode a million times i've never noticed it before R7 gets in the way of a blaster bolt Yeah. To protect Ahsoka. And I'm like,
1: no. Because Astromech droids are loyal dogs. Yeah.
0: Anyway, in your faces, patrons. Okay. (laughs) I'm kidding.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I missed all of that. I'm sorry. I have no idea. Yeah, you don't go go to to our. our,
0: You don't go to too many of our events where I get constantly harassed and attacked.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, so uh, Maul is about to fly away. Because that's the thing is, uh, Maul's about to fly away. Ahsoka force grabs the ship, and I think that's when R7 uh, jumps in between Ahsoka and a shot. Yeah, because yeah. she's distracted. She's force grabbed the shuttle, and this is—I mean,
0: what a Sue! This Mary is absolutely Sue. a
1: nod. What?
0: <laughs> no, she's doing the Ray Skywalker thing, and so I am right? A-
1: exactly. I was about to say this is absolutely a nod to the sequel trilogy.
0: Absolutely. So I said, mm-hmm. what a Mary Sue.
1: Okay, I'm glad that happened. Right, so I, fucking ha- I fucking hate it. I fucking hate, I fucking it. hate it. I fucking hate it, too. I hate the Mary Sue shit. I hate it. Uh, I love Mary Sues. You know what? I do. Anybody who invokes Mary Sue in an argument online is not arguing in bad faith. They're just trying to minimize a character because they're intimidated by them. So if anybody ever says a character is a Mary Sue, uh, unless they're saying it ironically, uh, that's an asshole. You don't have to listen to a word they say.
0: Imagine my reaction when I heard that shit Thanksgiving.
1: What? Oh, oh yeah. your fucking cousin.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my fucking God. throat the throat removal, the verbal throat removal I did was excellent. Delicious. Well done. Yeah. Well done.
1: Anyway, stop taking us out of dramatic moments with, with your stuff, okay? Damn it. <laughs> I'm doing it too, but I'm blaming you. Uh so Ahsoka is holding the shuttle with the force, and Maul is like trying to fucking floor it and get away. Behind her, Rex is taking shots, he's getting overwhelmed. And Ahsoka has to choose between holding onto the shuttle or helping Rex. Yeah. So she let she lets go of the shuttle.
0: Cause what else is she gonna do? Yeah. She ain't gonna let Rex die.
1: No. So Maul gets away. He gets away clean. He's gone. Good for him.
0: Maul is saved.
1: Live to Maul another day. And you know, this is one of those decisions that's going to come back and haunt Ahsoka later. So that's fun. Yeah. Anyway, Ahsoka turns around. She jumps in to help Rex. I mean, like physically puts herself in between him and the blaster shots. Bless them. They're still going non-lethal. Rex is still just stunning these guys. Yeah. Ah- Ahsoka's still just blocking shots and not redirecting them back at them, which is two two separate actions, I recall, from our Star Wars D20 days. That's correct. Um. And then she does the dopest shit I have ever seen.
0: Oh my god, yes.
1: She flings her hands out. Her lightsabers fly from her hands and stab into the bulkhead beneath them. And she twirls around and uses a fucking lightsaber, can opener maneuver, to carve a circle in the floor. I fucking love it. I love her. It's amazing.
0: I would love nothing more than to see something like that in the Ahsoka live action show.
1: Oh, be can amazing. Can you imagine? And did you see the look? I say the look on Rex's face. He's wearing a helmet. But Rex looks down, sees the circle. He's like, ah! <laughs>
0: okay, Rex, look, man. You've, you've hung with Jedi a lot. You know they're going to do crazy shit like this. Just get right. get used to it. You should have been used to it by now.
1: Now, I couldn't help but remember watching her carve this big-ass <laughs> circle in the floor. Back in the episode when Ahsoka and Barris went on their little adventure and got trapped and stuff, They they went like sneaky sneaky on Geonosis uh, and they got trapped out of the thing and all that. The first Ahsoka and Barris adventure, right? Right. When Barris cuts a hole in the wall, she cuts a square.
0: Oh my God. I can't believe we're going back here.
1: And there was, I'll see if I can dig it up again because it's so fucking great. There was a clearly half-baked Dave Filoni interview (laughs) where he goes on for minutes about cutting people with lightsabers cutting squares versus cutting circles and how like cutting a perfect circle is actually mathematically really improbable and like how much training goes into And you just got a room full of padawans and they're with yoda and they're just practicing cutting circles and stuff and yoda's like no that wasn't a good circle try again like Felony, what? <laughs> what are you doing
0: Filoni is a was, nerd, just like the rest of us is what it is. I love
1: it. I love it. And I just, I really feel like he was not 100% sober for that moment. And I support that. Yeah. Um, but just the idea of, of somebody taking a lightsaber and pointing it at a surface in front of them and cutting a perfect circle. Yeah, that seems pretty impossible. But when you're doing it this way, you're Ahsoka. And you're standing in one spot, and you've got two cutting implements at equidistance from you, straight out to your sides. You turn in a circle. You spin. You, sp- you twirl. Yeah. Yeah. You make a perfect circle because you're like the middle of a protractor at that point. It's geometry. I love that. And so, yes, he finally got to have his justifiably perfect circle in the show. So.
0: Side note, geometry was the only math class I got an A in.
1: The oh, my God. Same.
0: In fact, it's the only yeah. math class I passed. <laughs>
1: If everything else, fucking no. But you give me something where I can actually visualize what's happening, I'm there. Anyway, so the uh, can opener section of the <laughs> of the floor drops down. Yay, they got away from the guys upstairs. Except. Fuck. There's
0: more They're of them down, down, down here. They're down on the same
1: level as Jesse now.
0: God damn it.
1: <laughs> Shit. And poor Rex, he sees Jesse and the other troops and he just sighs. <laughs> like, Fuck. I'm so tired. I had brain surgery 10 minutes ago, guys. Can we not do this?
0: I know. I keep forgetting that. The dude has a freaking bandage on his head because his brain's exposed, I'm assuming. So, gosh. but Yeah, yeah, there's more troopers down there. And the worst fucking scene I've ever seen in Clone Wars happens. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Go
1: on. Describe it, asshole. Go ahead. Hurt me some more.
0: I was not emotionally prepared for this at all. I did not need to I see this, this at happened. all. I forgot yeah. this happened. And I remember watching it with the patrons uh, the first uh, first time in a long time and clutching my pearls in real time. And I tried playing off like, oh, ha, 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 that's so sad. And then I like immediately cried after we were done. But <laughs> like the so the troops approached Gigi and uh, shit, the other one.
1: Cheap and Gigi have reversed the lift that Jesse and his men are on yeah. to pop them up.
0: And then so the troopers are like, fuck these droids. They approach them and they don't show the droids, thankfully, but the troops loom over them like Mm the uh, future stormtroopers that they are. Yep. And they bust out their guns and they just fucking fire. And we hear the droids scream and my heart is fucking broken.
1: Oh, it's even worse than that. You don't see the droids, but you do see parts of the droids flinging up into the air while they scream. Great. Thanks, Filoni. Great. That's awesome. Anyway, uh, so at this point, the tribunal is definitely crashing. Oh, absolutely. We're starting to burn up in the atmosphere on our way down to this moon. Uh, there's more fighting. Rex and Ahsoka are running through the maintenance hangar trying to find a functioning ship. Because everything is down there for maintenance. And they're still being shot at. There's still dudes down there with them. It's tense. They're running. They do find a ship. Chris, what kind of ship is that?
0: Uh, it's a it's, uh, the B-wing ship. or No, the Y-wing type ship. That's what I thought. Yeah.
1: That's what I thought. Okay. Uh, and it's a two-seater, thank God.
0: Right, though yeah. I- I'm sorry to get inappropriate at this moment, but would sharing a cockpit seat with Rex re- be really that bad?
1: Um, for me, absolutely not.
0: <laughs> for
2: Ahsoka,
1: who's essentially his sister and his best friend, ew. Yeah,
0: stop it. yeah, but I don't know. I was just picturing myself in a cockpit with Rex. Yeah. Anyway, yeah,
1: just just a little, a little reverse cowgirl flying through space. Actually <laughs> would be great. For me, specifically. No, I'm for I'm, me. I'm into
0: that, too. I like that position.
1: Not not Ahsoka. Me. Yeah,
0: yeah, not Ahsoka. For Say, me, it, it it's it just There is no the right shipping
1: way. Rex and Ahsoka for me. Absolutely right. not. Absolutely not. There are people who do.
0: Which is gross. And I'm
1: going to go ahead and yuck your yum on that, guys. Yeah, they're nope. brother
0: and sister. Come on. Yeah,
1: they are siblings. Stop it. Mm-hmm. It's gross. So they are siblings in the heart, found family, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Anyway... So Rex is like, you got to get me over there because there's like a big gap between them. So she has to force toss him at the ship and bless him. He manages to get a grip on the ship with pistols still in his hands. Of course. He n- never drops his guns because he's very good. But we cut to the clones on the bridge. While all of this shit is going down in the hangar bay and the maintenance bay and Ahsoka and Rex are just trying to get the fuck off the ship. The clones on the bridge are still trying to save the ship.
0: Yeah, they're trying to figure out what to do if they can do anything. They have, no, there are no escape pods. They cannot evacuate the ship. There's nothing they can do. Mm-hmm. All they
1: can do is stay there. Here's the thing. That chip being activated didn't rob the clones of entirely of who they are. Because the clones are still so fucking brave. Yeah. They are here trying to their last breath to land a crashing fucking ship. And they they don't stop trying until they are fucking exploding. And the last words spoken in the entire Clone War series are a clone saying,
2: We've lost that control. We're going to break apart. Ugh.
1: Because he's talking about the ship. The ship is breaking apart on its way into the atmosphere. And just in case we forgot whose show this is, whose story this entire series has been it's about the clones yeah there's been other people yes we've been distracted by jedi but it's always been about the clones so the clones get the last word absolutely show
0: absolutely and
1: their last words are we're gonna break apart yeah cool Cool, 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 cool. So the ship is definitely falling apart at this point. The bridge has been destroyed. Those men are all dead. And uh it's starting to sharply list to one side. So everything in this maintenance bay is like er, sliding down. Clone troopers are definitely being crushed by ships. Yeah that are landing on them. Ahsoka barely avoids the same fate. Rex has gotten into his ship. Good for him. Ahsoka barely manages to avoid also sliding into a pile of death and debris by digging her lightsabers in. She sees Rex. She starts running and doing the the Ahsoka run. And thank God we had the Siege of Mandalore to show us that she can do all this running around on weird, crazy ship angle shit. Uh, she's running and she leaps towards the ship. But the ship falls out of its moorings right then.
0: yeah. Because everything's exploding.
1: She, yeah, everything's falling apart. She misses her leap. And now Rex is in a fucking tailspin.
0: Yeah. And uh, uh, it I felt nauseated for Rex because that looked rough.
1: Yeah. And he's, oh, hold on. Boomer, come on, girl. Like, shit's happening. Come
0: here. Well, well, Boomer senses that you are getting upset.
1: I am in distress. Boomer is here.
0: Hi, Bo- oh, I, I heard there
1: that. She, she mad at me now. How dare you! I don't, I don't. Well, yeah. All right. Well, you settle because I need to talk about this. Rex is Rex is a, a good pilot. He's not the best pilot in the galaxy, but he's a good pilot. Damn it. We don't we don't often get to see Rex flying a ship, but he's fighting the controls of the ship, and now he's he's turned it around and is flying back up through the rubble of the tribunal, trying to find Ahsoka as she's falling.
0: And you know what? I did not need to see. Huh. I did not need to see hints of clone bodies in a debris. Oh, uh, yeah. No.
1: Yeah. They're falling out of the ship, too, by the way. Yeah. Fuck. Anyway, this whole scene is fucking tense as fuck, right? Because she tries to catch onto the ship. She misses. She gets, because there's, you know, all kinds of physics at play now. She gets flung off to the side and she's having to, like, do the the fucking skydiver thing where you try and direct yourself through the. Fucking air and grab onto it. I'm biting my knuckles watching this. Never mind that I know she's okay. <laughs> like I know she survives.
0: Yeah, right. Because we've had rebels already for years. At this yeah. point, we know she's in it. So how she's in she the Mandalorian. Survive? She's yeah. fine. Right.
1: She's got her own show coming out. I know she's fine. But look, Doesn't the music matter. and the animation and the tension building and the and the fact that nobody is saying a goddamn word at this point because we're too focused on trying to survive is just it and it sucked me in. Yeah. Anyway, she does em- eventually get a hold of the goddamn seat and get into the ship. And we get a final shot of the tribunal crashing. Yeah. What a stunning shot.
0: It's uh <sighs> it becomes a uh a testament to the tragedy of this this entire story.
1: Yeah. And it's also like everything they've learned about animation has led to this shot. Yeah. Because it's got the depth, it's got the smoke, the particulates in the air, the flame, it's got everything. Uh And it's so good. It's so fucking real. Uh And we're watching this ship, this vessel of judgment, the tribunal, falling apart and crashing to its end, its death and the death of everyone on board. And it is definitely a, a metaphor for what's happening. This is the the republic is dead. Yeah, as dead as this ship. Fuck.
0: Fuck.
1: Everybody inside that ship when it goes down is dead. Period. There's no surviving that. No. There's no surviving it. It is. These ships are huge. It's like a small city just crashed. Yeah. Right? It's anyway. So we cut to. A quiet, sad music. Pan over the crashed wreckage of the tribunal. Uh, it has carved a new canyon into the surface of this moon. Yeah. And and we see Rex is walking away from the wreckage, and he's carrying a shovel. <sighs> and he's walking towards the ship. And underneath the ship, you can see there's R 7s
0: pieces. Yeah, yeah. Which he'll they did R seven will get rebuilt later.
1: And I'm not sure at what point they. They did that. Like, when, when did you have time to scoop up R7? Or did you just find R7 in the wreckage? I think that might be what happened.
0: I think the implication here is Ahsoka and Rex probably spent a lot of time going through the wreckage of the ship to find everything right. they can and everyone they can, most importantly. Because Ahsoka wasn't going to leave here without memorializing as many people as possible. Right.
1: And so, that, yeah, they probably found R7's remains in the wreckage. Yeah. And the thing about droids is you can repair them. Yeah. So. Anyway, Rex looks back and the look on his face. Now it's, it's his turn for Jedi compassion, right? He's got this, this look of, of compassion and concern on his face as he looks. And we see Ahsoka standing there in a cloak over the graves of, I assume, as many clones' bodies as they could recover from the wreckage. Yeah. I paused and counted. There's at least 40 graves there.
0: And that's not even there's, the entire 501st. Like, right. There's so many that's, more. That's
1: just as many as they could get to. Like that wreckage is immense and it will not be safe to dive through and try and find everybody. No. That's probably just as many as they could safely recover. Yeah. And of course, you know, it's the graves are marked with, you know, sticks of, of rubble with their helmets on top for, for grave markers. And most of them are uh, are the ones with her face on them. Yeah. But Jesse's helmet is front and center.
0: And it's a very lot. like as the shot is panning to each of them, it's like, okay, they found most of the clones. Oh, fuck, Jesse's helmet.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I couldn't help but compare. Do you remember when, I think it was when the Mandalorian started? There's an image from that that really stuck with me, which was stormtrooper helmets on pikes.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Like with with like red cloth dripping out of them, clearly to to symbolize blood. This is the same imagery.
0: Wow, I never but even for thought a very different reason. Oh yeah, for a
1: di- very different reason. This is not a threat. This is a memorial. Yeah. So, anyway, huh, Ahsoka's standing there, uh, standing over the graves of all these men that she didn't kill but still had to bury, and she's holding a saber. Now she's got two sabers, but she's just holding one right. right now. Do we think she lost the other one?
0: So I, I had this question for you too, because f- f- just a reminder: these are the sabers that Anakin built for her, right? Right. So did she lose one? Is she giving? Is she keep giving one to the for the troops and just taking the other one? I don't know. Maybe. I, I, I really don't know. don't know.
1: But she does. Uh, at this point, she. She drops that saber to the ground, symbolically burying her connection to the Jedi, Anakin, and everything with these good men whose lives were stolen to end her life. Yeah. So that's, that's burying that relationship there. That's very much, that, I, that's what, that was the symbol, symbolism I got from that.
0: Well, I mean, she's still a light side user. She can't have that many attachments, right? She has to move forward, she still has work to do um the galaxy whatever
1: that may be, she's got a funeral to go to
0: oh god damn it thanks
1: thanks tales of the jedi
0: yeah i i was gonna not mention that but thanks thanks for uh thanks thanks for that that's yeah yeah Yeah. well thankfully and she doesn't
1: and in fact in tales of the jedi she doesn't have a saber so yeah her sabers are gone i
0: don't remember because i the dooku arc is the one i've watched the most like over and over again
1: now, the, there's an Inquisitor who comes for her.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, she yeah. doesn't
1: have a saber for that. Anyway, anyway. Um, So we cut to... Uh, oh, that's a, a, that's the impuri- last scene.
0: There's no more, like, twisting of the knife. There's no more pain. There's nothing... Are you
1: kidding me? <sighs> Dave Filoni is standing over us with the twistiest possible knife and a fresh-cut lemon in his hand. I
2: okay. fucking hate him.
1: <laughs> He's going to twist it and then squeeze some juice on it. God, let's make it sting and some salt. Throw some salt in there, too. Fuck. So... We cut to an Imperial shuttle landing on a snowy landscape. Uh, there are Imperial snow troopers. This, this, this whole scene is serving very much Hoth vibes. Yeah. Uh, but it's also clearly the same, the crash site.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And, you know, you got the troopers sort of milling around. They've got the droids, the the evil droids, whatever, the probe droids?
0: Uh, Viper droids, yeah. Viper, Viper probe, probe droids, droids, yeah.
1: Floating around. And that's fine, sure. Except that then you hear Vader breathing.
0: I did not need to, fucking. I don't need. Did you see this scene coming?
1: No, the first time I watched this, I absolutely did not. This, this completely blindsided me. Yeah. Yeah. So fucking Vader's there. And he walks across the field and approaches the graves. Yeah. And he takes a knee. Because there in the snow at his feet is a lightsaber.
0: The one he built.
1: One that he built. And he picks it up. And he ignites it. And it's as if to confirm that it is the lightsaber he thinks it is. Yeah. And then over his head, we hear a sharp bird's cry. And circling over him, that is a convore. Yeah. That is Morai the convore. Circling overhead. The light side is still watching him. Oh, yeah. Which I, I, I and that is, that is also, Mori the Convoy um, is also the symbol of the sister from the um, Mortis arc. Yeah. And is the symbol of the light side's deep connection to Ahsoka. So that all together, like he looks up at that. And you can almost see his eyes behind, behind the red lenses in his helmet. You can almost see his eyes back there. Yeah. Staring up at this bird. He knows what that means.
2: She's still alive. He knows alive. that is.
1: Yeah. yeah. She's still alive. And he knows it. Anyway, he walks away. And the final shot of all of Clone Wars is a cracked, snow-dusted, Ahsoka-painted clone helmet with Vader's silhouette reflected in the visor.
0: And this is the only time I hate the uh, Season 7 animation glow up.
1: It's too good. It's too good. It's too fucking good. But <sighs> I will say, so they create that. And that's it. That's it. Clone Wars is over, guys. It's great. It's fine. I'm We're not okay. um, emotional damage. I'm going to deflect from the the emotional damage and talk about the character model for Darth Vader.
0: Okay. I have a thing, too.
1: It's so good. It's so good. It's such a good character model because they got the proportions right. Yeah. Because the torso is the correct size for Anakin Skywalker's character model torso, but the legs are too long because that's where his extra height comes from. That's why Vader's fucking seven feet tall now Yeah, is because they put really long legs on him.
0: Because he has robot legs.
1: Right. Yeah. And I just thought that was really, that was an excellent detail. And that's something that they're actually not able to achieve with an actual actor on the set in the Vader costume because human bodies are proportional Right. But here they're able to acknowledge that that is where the extra height comes from. It's really very good. Anyway, you have a thing? What you got?
0: <sighs> so uh, Dave Filoni in an interview said that they cho- that he had the scene in the back of his head since the very beginning of Clone Wars. Uh, oh, wow. Well. The, the the snow setting was to- totally intentional as a callback to Kurosada, Kuros- <sighs> Kurosawa. 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 To reinforce the Japanese influences of Star Wars <laughs> because white is the color of death. And also it, it was yeah. a good contrast when Darth Vader was going to show mm. up on screen all in black. Uh, yeah. So just a reminder, kids, there is Japanese influences in Star Wars.
1: There you go. Um, I do have some quotes to to close this out because we need to acknowledge the people that we have spent all of these episodes with absolutely. The, the creators of the, behind the show, Dave Filoni says, "quote I just really enjoyed making this show. It was a real privilege to get to write and direct this particular time period of the Clone Wars and to play with these characters. Ahsoka and Rex, I think, have earned their place with the rest of the Star Wars lead characters out there.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely,
1: 100%. yeah, they're up there. They are uh, they are on par with." With Luke Skywalker, with Princess Leia, Han Solo, Ray Skywalker, all of them.
0: She's These getting her own show, are... y'all. It's, it's, uh, you can't escape her now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ahsoka is forever. Um, there is a quote from D. Bradley Baker uh, saying, To bring the Clone Wars to an epic, magnificent, cinematic conclusion that it has always deserved. It's one of the most satisfying creative experiences of my life and my career. It's just, ugh. And finally, from Ashley Eckstein, the voice of Ahsoka. She says, when we recorded Victory and Death, it was definitely emotional. Dave constantly had to remind us to keep those emotions in check because we knew that it was ending, but our characters did not. Wow. We, we got the proper goodbye that we didn't get before, you know, with the whole season six thing. And it was such a gift to have that this time to finally say, this is a wrap. Just in case we forget that these people who are telling this story, who have been embodying these characters for years, love it just as much as we do.
0: Th- that's one of the things I love about the series is that every, almost everybody involved is a big fan, just like we are. And right. their passion shines through their performance. Uh, even, even, even some of the guest stars of, of mm-hmm. Clone Wars have absolutely loved working on this because um, I forgot. I forgot who it was, but like there was. I remember hearing uh, Filoni talking about one of the guest voice actors they had, and they were like, "I've done a lot of voice work on other productions before. I've never felt this much passion on mm-hmm. on a recording studio before." So that's a that's a. I think he was talking about Jim Cummings, actually. Um, oh, possibly. I, um, and that man's done a lot. So for him to say that, <laughs> yeah. it's it's a uh, pretty pretty this intense. Was- so.
1: This was a passion project. Everybody involved fucking loved Star Wars, loved the story. Nobody was there just marking time and getting a paycheck. No. Uh, they were there because they loved it and, and they, they were, they were in it. And that's just really what made Clone Wars so special, uh, was that level of dedication. And it's just so, it's so fucking great. I'm going to miss this show. Um, we've got a lot of Star Wars journey yet to come here, uh, because the content is fucking bottomless, but, I'm always I'm always gonna love Clone Wars, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna miss talking about it.
0: Yeah, I mean let's let's be honest. Our podcast for a long time, it uh, I mean I mean I think at least for the foreseeable future is is known as a Clone Wars podcast because <laughs> right yeah we've been doing this for <laughs> almost uh, two and a half years.
1: Right, almost a hundred episodes now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you know I I uh, I already love Clone Wars, and it's so funny that how we came to how we decided to do this show because we were doing a rewatch of Clone Wars and Rebels together.
1: Right. Because we were in the early stages of the pandemic and we just needed something to fill the time. And so, you know, we're just watching Clone Wars and chatting at each other about it. And then we're like, you know what, bitch, we could do this like in microphones.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. So be it's been a journey. Um, I'm very emotional right now. I'm trying to keep it together, but um, uh, you know, I thought on our other podcast, like after we finished Agent Carter, I that was good prep preparation for me to get used oh, to no. ending something. But <laughs> I, I no. legit feel like I am walking away from an an identity right now. Um, mm-hmm. there have been so many inside jokes we've made because of Clone Wars. There, are so <laughs> many interesting discussions, so much laughter. It
1: feels like graduation. It does. But like from from a place you liked, so it's not a graduation I'm familiar with. Yeah, nor but that's kind of what it feels like. <laughs> it, it feels like it, this is definitely a moving on, like this is ending a chapter in the life of this podcast uh and and moving on to to more things, Um not better things. I don't know that it. I mean, Rebels is coming, and that's a hell of a thing, but it doesn't get better than Clone Wars. Clone Wars is so fucking good you guys. So fucking good.
0: You know, I do have more favorite um uh, Star Wars stories than than Clone Wars. There are there are bad Clone Wars stories. We've talked about that. Yeah. Um Oh yeah. Uh you know, uh let's think about Baron Papado- Papalopoulos. Papado, <laughs> yeah, whatever the fuck his name is, um, the droid arc, yeah. Umbara for mm-hmm. me. Um, so the it's the
1: domestic violence arc, the domestic yeah. violence yeah. arc.
0: You know, so mm-hmm. um, you know for me, like Rebels is perfect. I can't wait to get to Rebels. Um, you know, I of course cannot wait to get to sequel trilogy stuff. I have yet to see right. Resistance because I'm going out of my way to not watch that show. So I can
1: exactly, be... yeah, no, I want a fresh take on Resistance.
0: Right, so. right. Um,
2: but
1: anyway, Clone Wars, though, like. It will always have a place in my heart. Absolutely. Like this has been, this has been an amazing journey um, to to go on with you and with everybody who's been listening. I feel like we were all in this together, uh, and it's been a hell of a thing. So yeah, I mean, um,
0: Clone Wars has a particular like. Clone Wars was on television. I never saw Rebels on television. I saw it right. I saw it in its totality on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. and so you know, I have memories of you know showing up to my weed dealer's house uh, to buy you know weed. <laughs> And there would be Clone Wars on TV, and he'd be like, "Man, you want to smoke a blunt and watch a few Clone Wars episodes on Cartoon Network because they would do two episodes uh, every time they aired." Right, and I'd be like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. fuck it, man. Um, let, let's watch some. Uh, let's watch some Undersea War, you know." So I have <laughs> I have specific memories of specific episodes of moments like that, hanging out with you, Steph. I remember watching a Clone Wars episode with you when it was on in your house, mm-hmm. I think, or something like that. Oh. So it's a long time ago, um, but. Or my house, I can't remember anymore. But like, anyway, Clone Wars has a very is was very special. It was yeah yeah it it was the first it was a it was on Cartoon Network. It's the longest uh, as of right now. It's the longest Star Wars show. It has the most it's content.
1: True. Uh, this is the show my kid grew up on. Yeah, this is the show that made my son fall in love with Star Wars. Yes, I made him watch the movies too. But he was he's a Clone Wars kid. Yeah, you know, and he's you know he's fifteen now. And and so this is he's this is his baby. This is his show. Uh and uh it's over now. So we're I'm having a hard time walking away from this recording. I know, I know. <laughs> and, like closing this out because I don't want to leave Clone Wars behind. <laughs> I feel so like uh I don't want to, because if we end this episode, then we're definitely done with Clone Wars. I know, I'm not I know. ready for that. I'm and not either. I... Um,
0: well, <sighs> well look, we have some happy stories to tell uh coming up, right? Um, no. <laughs> no, no, just like pain, more and more pain. We're not going to get into uh, happiness until no,
1: no. You know what? You know what I'm looking forward to? Obi Wan Kenobi with good hair.
0: Oh my you know, God! You
1: and McGregor with amazing hair. Yeah, fucking finally. Yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. He has yet to live action Obi Wan Kenobi with good hair. Can't wait in the in our watch through. It's going to be great. Hold on to that. Cling to that. That's all we've got going for us.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's the only one who gets it. Everybody else's hair is shit. Yeah. <laughs> Including Padme. It's a fucking crime. But well, you know what? We'll talk hey, about mace, it. Okay. Mace okay, okay. Windu has great hair. <laughs> yes, he does. Master and Mace. Good job. Master and Mace. Okay. Do we have anything else for the finale of Clone Wars Season 7, Episode 12, Victory and Death?
0: No, it's uh, almost 8 a.m. my time. I'm going to go get drunk. <laughs> I'm gonna fall off my detox wagon right now and get drunk because goddamn. It's gonna be
1: fucking great. Okay, then, uh, then I guess next time we will be talking about part one of episode three Revenge of the Sith.
2: Yay!
0: Yay!
1: <laughs> I can't even get hype about it yet, man, because I'm still mourning Clone Wars. I'll, I'll be excited about Revenge of the Sith later. Yeah. Well, I can't.
0: well, look, y'all, we are planning on a Clone Wars Redux episode on our YouTube channel soon, uh, probably in January. So, you know, we're going to revisit Clone Wars again, yes. at least one more time. And, you know, uh, so there's that to look forward to. And you never know, okay. we may uh, we may want to revisit a few arcs as a special event for our Patreon. You never know. But yeah, we're done with Clone Wars.
1: We're done. It's over. It's over. And we can the, we can move on.
0: Uh, it's funny. I was listening to, uh, I think it was the Cat and Mouse episode recently. And uh-huh. we were like, yeah, we're going to be at Clone Wars for five fucking years. Take forever. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> no, it just took two.
1: Just two. Just two. Yeah, that's all. And that's with dragging our feet here at the end. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of dragging our feet, are we ready to outro Let's do this it. podcast episode now?
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. We did it, Steph. Hey, everybody. We did it. God
1: damn it. God damn it. Are you done?
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening, for going on this journey through Clone Wars with us. We appreciate it uh, more than I can properly articulate here, so I will not try. Um, If you enjoyed the music that we had at the top of the episode, that uh, was a gift from one of our listeners by the name of Chorlzy. You can find him uh, on the TikToks as at Chorlzy. That's at C-H-O-R-L-S-Y. He's a delight. Go follow him. Uh, If you would like to hang out with us, in between episodes you totally can you can find us on all of the social media we are on Facebook Instagram Twitter because it's still there and TikTok as at Darkside Divas
0: you can also subscribe to our podcast on any podcast platform of your choosing be it Apple Spotify what would be really great is if you would leave a review tell your friends Mm -hmm. about us um also, we have a YouTube channel under the Dark Side Divas brand where we are going to do more live uh, Divas episodes. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we have special guests joining us. We also have a swag store, redbubble.com forward slash official divas, where you can buy t-shirts, phone cases, glasses, etc. of our logos and the crazy shit. Excellent
1: gifts for the Christmas times, the holiday spirit upon you for the uh, podcast listener in your life. Amen. Uh, Ah,
0: ah, ah. Also, uh, we do have a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash divas podcast. Five bucks a month, you get video versions of our show, uh, special one-off episodes. We just revisited uh, Attack of the Clone Three Ducks and it's true our feelings did not change on that uh, on that movie but nonetheless (laughs) it was still fun if
1: anything they intensified they intensified
0: Um, and then of course we have a Discord community that is really awesome and amazing Uh, watch me on a weekly basis get insulted and put down uh, Mm -hmm. with every episode that comes out of Dark Side Divas peak entertainment y'all I hate it Um, and and, uh, most importantly once again uh, thank y'all so much uh, Mm -hmm. for this journey that we've been on That's all I got.
1: That's all I got. We're done. We're spent. It's great. We're going to go cry
0: now. So
1: uh, bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.